1: Thank Ken Quiet Hawk for that amazing introduction. And uh, you can find him at nativestorytellers.com. He is an amazing man. He and his wife have a phenomenal uh, site there. I, I encourage you all to take a look at it. Today, I have a special guest, and, and the, the title for the show is Truth is Passing Out of This World Lies Will Write Our History really tells the story of what Dan Willis and and all of his projects that he's been involved with um, are are going to sort of aim us at. Dan is one of the Disclosure Project's top secret military witnesses that testified at the National Press Conference in Washington, D.C. in 2001 in front of every major media, a world disclosure event which was asking for a congressional hearing in order to bring forth the witness sciences within the black projects who can release the technologies derived from extraterrestrial reverse engineering that have been hidden for over 70, now almost 100 years. That could stop further damage to our planet, but instead the message was sanitized by a controlled mainstream media. He is an ex-radio broadcast engineer and ABC newsman. He's taken a keen interest in how the mainstream media has withheld disclosure for the full message to the public, a message based on the hundreds of credible military and intelligence witness testimonies. This is material that I feel very strongly about. He he was also a part of a documentary called Above Majestic that takes it even further, which we're going to be talking about today. So welcome to the show, Dan.
2: Barbara, wonderful to be back on your show
1: again. Well, you know, it's always I take such delight in talking to you because this is material that, that I am so very passionate about myself.
2: It's it's you know, it's uh about the the future of humanity on this planet. That uh, the you know the population has been uh, you know, hoodwinked for so many decades that uh, it's so it's so crucial yeah so it's, it's my passion too
1: well you know it it just to me especially after watching above majestic yet again um i more and more and more am am coming to to see the connections that are made in that documentary and i'm seeing them unfold in front of us and it it to me is is frightening um you know i I saw a uFO I know they're out there. I also know that 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 we have developed uFOs as well as the Russians and the germans and and probably the chinese by now and it it just to me it's it's how this material can be held under cover to this point in time is beyond me and yet you know right before nine eleven they were talking about how much money they had lost track of, and it it just seems to me that that an intelligent person is is going to look at all of this material that is out there and and how much material has been been hidden from us. Um, I think they said it it's like six point five trillion dollars is not accounted for and and we know it's got to be black ops. We know that there 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 are so many things that are going on that the public is not aware of, and why there isn't public outrage to a greater extent than there is, I don't know.
2: Well, it's pretty obvious that, uh, you know, Rockefeller Foundation came in and controlled education back in 1946 to hide what actually happened at the end of World War II, how the Nazis. It acts, you know, it, it's not something people want to hear, but we didn't really win the end of World War II. The Nazis escaped, and they infiltrated in. They had a plan to create a matrix of perception, which included education, take over the education, which the Rockefellers were, uh, you could say they were a Nazi sympathizer and very heavily involved and connected with this uh this whole infiltration that happened, and uh, of course, you know, mainstream media with Operation Mockingbird with Alan Dulles, who was infamous in the uh, infiltration, you know, with his connections with the OSS and the CIA. And then mainstream media, they were, you know, giving scripts to Hollywood writers, you know, starting with The Day There Stood Still, 1951. So it's not really the public's fault because this mainstream media, as everybody's kind of catching on, (laughs) you know, is highly controlled to form our our perception psychologically to hide these operations that have been going on. That have been joint extraterrestrial. Uh, that have been, you know, several countries working together. These secret projects, the, um, you know, operations that they have on the moon. Uh, you know, like one of my fellow witnesses that testified under oath, along with the rest of, uh, back in 2001, you know, actually witnessed all the uh, bases and domes and towers that's on the uh, dark side of the moon. Um, you know they, they they have gone out through the galaxy. They you know they've, they're on Mars and they're not only on in this galaxy. They've gone out to other galaxies. I mean all this is going on while we're driving around in internal combustion gasoline engines. We're using these dangerous toxic uh, you know nuclear oil and coal energy technologies, while well, they keep the people of this planet technologically, uh, you know, retarded. They have, Mm -hmm. you know, in these deep underground military bases and off-planet as well, advanced technology that would look like what they feed us in science fiction movies.
1: Well, one of the things that, that I was amazed by is that there are over 131 major underground bases in the United States and And yet, you know we don't you know we don't know or hear anything about them, and they're so far underground that they're not trackable, traceable um it, it's it's just it blows my mind that the, that the general public is being kept so out of the loop, so to speak, yet we're paying for it. Aaron. Right, right. You know, Phil
2: Snyder, you know, who was an underground base engineer who they suicided, you know, after he came public, uh, uh-huh. who was who he was a son of one of the pi- paperclip uh, Nazi scientists that, uh, you know, he said there's 130 some underground bases, he said, uh, internationally all over the planet, there's like 1477 bases, but you know, this was way back many, many years ago. Since then, they've expanded uh, considerably. I just did a show with one of the witnesses that worked in, um, below Kirkland Air Force Base over in New Mexico. It had 173 levels down deep. And he was working alongside extraterrestrial beings. Uh, you know, Emery Smith is his name. That uh, was Air Force veteran, and he was working in biomedical operations, where you know he's dissecting, uh, you know, samples and uh, interacted with a lot of different races and uh, seen their craft and the technologies that are just unbelievable. They can, uh, you know, won't go into all that, but you know it all links with the DNA and consciousness to this. technologies, they can print 3D food, you know, they can, they can do all sorts of things. Yeah, I mean, as far as they have life extension technologies, they can heal things. You know, while we have, uh, you know, after the Nuremberg trials of Nazi Germany, you know, IG Farben, who was Hitler's largest financier, was broken up into the corporations of the pharmaceutical companies that we have today, you know, like Bayer and, and all the others that, uh, you know, appears that they' been doing a slow kill eugenics program with the pharmaceuticals and the and the vaccinations and the genetically modified food and the fluoride in the water and all this stuff while uh you know people uh you know are are just starting there's a certain percentage of the population that's you know something's not right here you know
1: uh-huh. Well, there's that 1% that seems to be in control of everything, and the rest of us are are being, um, in in many ways, we are a a slave population. I mean, when you stop to think about it, there are are levels of the population that have access to cures and extended lifetime and all sorts of other things, uh, off-planet material and everything and then there are people like you and me that that um don't have access to any of this stuff yet we slave and and they keep us enslaved with credit cards with debt with mortgages with all sorts of other things with 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 medical information that 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 they could give access to the entire population but they won't Because that would mean that we might at some point in time realize how much we've been kept in the dark and revolt. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know that there is any probability or possibility that we would be able to overwhelm those that have kept us in prison for thousands of years.
2: Uh, well, you know the new world order mindset. Uh, you know pretty much along the same lines of Nazi Germany with eugenics, wanting to have a master race with superior DNA, while we eliminate all the other, the rest of the people that are not uh, of their DNA is not on par, and so you have uh, you have this mindset. You know that uh, you know as William Tompkins, one of the one of the witnesses in the above majestic uh one his last his last you know before he uh he, he died uh uh-huh. presentations is that they uh when they infiltrated in not only did they infiltrate in through the CIA and they infiltrated into NASA but they also infiltrated into the top executive positions of the pharmaceutical industries the the nazis and so um you know, we have a situation where they have, you know, kept, this, uh, kept us in this state, the status quo of using these dangerous, uh, obsolete technologies. So, you know, I, I spent 10 years, you know, after we, ha- we had the scientists willing to come forth in an open congressional hearing to prove that we had zero-point energy which is clean, uh-huh. non-polluting, unlimited energy uh, to replace uh, nuclear oil and coal. But, uh, you know, the Bush administration denied the congressional hearing, um, you know, after I was on CNN with the rest of the witnesses and all the rest of which they did a limited hangout, of course, to sanitize the information so as not to alert the public to the uh, dramatic uh, explosive Testimonies that were given to make it sound like we want to have a congressional hearing on the reality of UFOs, which you know uh-huh. doesn't gather or gather the attention, uh, which is not what they want. They don't want the attention that we discovered bases on the other side of the moon that we have energy solutions and everything. Uh, you know, CBS came and interviewed me, and I said I'm not doing this interview after I saw what CNN did with it, unless I can say just a short little sentence that we have the scientists which can prove before a you know, we have. A solution to get off of nuclear oil and coal that's non-polluting. And they promised up and down. The producer of the show was almost in tears. He said, I know I promise. The higher executives made me cut that out. And, you know, you, you find out that the, uh, the CIA has basically at the highest positions of what is now only six corporations, which used to be 50 corporations back in the early 80s, uh, that they control everything you see and hear that uh, it it has to go through a a process. The information is sanitized before it reaches the public's awareness. And it's also engineered to, uh, to give us a certain perception of what's going on in the world that is catered to agendas that are set up by you know these yearly Bilderberg meetings that happened in the mid 50s about the time that Eisenhower lost control back in February 1955 to this Nazi infiltrated uh, element that uh, he he was so concerned that he set up a secret uh, US Marine Corps intelligence unit that would become active if they ever got totally out of hand and uh, it it's my speculation that, you know, 9-11 and other types of events that came through uh, that definitely indicated that, you know, this this group is just out of control, that uh, it looks like, you know, military intelligence through what people, which the mainstream media is completely demonizing and trying to discredit and keep people from looking into as much as possible, you know, the Q... Q uh, and on movement um, Uh is getting people to ask questions, getting people to, uh, they're they're putting out little bits and pieces to try to prep the public because the mainstream media channels are completely controlled. Um, Congress, uh, you know, I, after we got denied uh, the congressional hearing, uh, Dr. Greer went across the United States and the major cities at which I joined him in the Western all the major Western United States and I saw firsthand how they um sanitize and use the giggle factor, you know, and, and make fun of it. And, you know, without without exception, uh, you know, the mainstream media channels wanted to divert uh this into like a uh, you know a situation that's not going to gather the public's attention so it was uh, God it was like many years went by it it was like the year 2014 that some media company out of Hollywood knew I was an ex-ABC newsman uh, and also a witness and they wanted me to write an article on media control which I put up online at you know uh, the webmatrix.net. And as I started to look back through history, I started to see that, you know, my God, you know, um, it looks like the Q movement is actually wanting to use the rule of law to take down these operations, which are connected with, you know, satanic pedophile operations and uh, just some really dark, uh, elements that came out of Alan Dulles's uh, MK Ultra mind control operations, and so you have these okay. networks that uh, you know. And it talked about it in the uh, movie Above Majestic how they you know terrorize children and and drain the, the adrenalized blood and use it to get high off of. I mean, it's just uh, some sick stuff that's been uh, hidden away. Not only all the dark uh, connections that you know connected with some secret societies, uh, but also um, you know keeping the keeping us technologically uh, at a retarded state. Uh, you know, well, Egypt, now, life shouldn't me, be so difficult and hard on the planet.
1: No, and let me ask you this though. I mean. Um, after world war II ended, you know, project paperclip brought all of the nazis over here just about that that had any anything to share. Mm-hmm. Um Thousands but ago. recently <laughs> recently there have been, you know, those specials on on I forget which channel, but you know, the fact that Hitler did not die at the end of world war 2 that he lived and he made it to uh to South America and they they more or less have actually Validated the fact that he did not die. So was he in control? Was or or was he kind of just, you know, allowed to live his life out and and not become involved in any of the other material that was going on?
2: Yeah, he actually won a sauerkraut contest down in the little village in uh, Argentina <laughs> <laughs> that he was saying. Um Yeah, yeah, all this was revealed, you know, back when uh, the uh, JFK files were released, Uh, all this was revealed that uh, they were fully aware of, uh, you know, Hitler's presence there in Colombia, which he moved on to Argentina. And also not only uh, Hitler escaped, which all the intelligence agencies knew, uh, but uh, Heinrich Himmler. You know, yeah. the, uh, there was a forensic expert that found out that the uh, doppelganger that <laughs> didn't have the fencing uh, scar on his cheek, uh, you know, so, you know, they, they used some somebody else. Of course they all escaped, you know, and Heinrich Himmler said, I would never commit suicide, uh, and he didn't. And so they all escaped and uh, had their operations down in Antarctica. And, uh, you know, the, the whole thing was, that what's fascinating is, you know, the Navy had its spies over there in Nazi Germany. And this one Navy spy started to find out, you know, all the uh, exotic uh, technology that they had, the anti-gravity craft that they uh, were able to develop. And so he, uh, this one Navy spy, jumped the chain of command, and he went straight to the Secretary of the Navy, which was James Forrestal forestall was well aware of what was going on um but what happened was uh there was a conflict you know and uh truman set up the original mj-12 group to oversee this operation which uh, forestall was you know a major member of that with uh Admiral Roscoe Hillencotter, who was the first CIA director and also the head leading person on, he was the MJ-1, uh, they um, basically, uh, Forrestal wanted to have disclosure, and just as Kennedy wanted to. was he, In fact, Kennedy was even on Forrestal's staff when they went over to Nazi Germany in 1945 to review all the uh, technologies and stuff. And um and so, you know, Truman put uh Forrestal into the hospital saying he was suffering from, you know, nervous breakdown and stuff and he was talking about the Nazi base that's down in Antarctica. You know, he sent uh You know, back in 1947, he sent uh, Admiral Byrd down there in Operation High Jump in order to take out the Nazi base. But the flying disks that came out of the ocean, uh, you know, wiped out, you know, all of the planes and and some of the ships that went down there on Operation High Jump. Um, Though all this was covered up, of course. Um, And so, you know, uh,
1: and I want to go to to Antarctica, I mean, for a second, because, there are, <clears throat> almost every country in the world has somebody in Antarctica working on some sort of investigation of some sort, and it's supposed to be, you know, a, a global getting together and sharing of information. And yet, uh, the the the, the uh, bases that were talked about during World War II, the submarine bases and, and the extraterrestrial communities are they so far below the ice that the people that, that that are now at in Antarctica are are they not aware of of something that's going on right beneath their feet?
2: Oh well, you know when you look at uh, you know I was going to work down there for a year in isolation, <laughs> you know in the communication oh. shack down McMurdo Base. Um, it, they uh, they're mostly intelligence uh, agencies CIA NSA um and the Antarctic treaty that was made there's there's nothing that goes on down there that you know there's certain there's a group of scientists that they don't they don't know what is going on down there of course but um but yeah they um they you know they have huge underwater I mean under under two miles of ice <laughs> I should say uh these huge massive caverns in fact uh it's a volcanic uh, heating in fact they have the largest volcanic uh chain on the planet down in Antarctica which is heating up and you know some of the stuff is starting to uh, get revealed like in back in 2003 uh, some navy seals found this huge 62 acre size octagonal structure that's uh all made from this black uh, polished basalt material that the walls are 18 feet thick. It is illuminated inside 73 degrees Fahrenheit inside these were filled with hieroglyphics all over the walls, you know, and interestingly enough, it had a symbol of the black sun, which is, you know, what uh, Heinrich Himmler and the uh, Nazi SS uh, for the order of the black sun used that symbol, you know, and this uh-huh. is a you know, ancient uh, ancient structures going on down there. So there's a whole lot, you know, that's why, you know, uh, John Kerry and, uh, and the head religious guy from Russia and you have Buzz Aldrin going down there. You've got, you know, all these people. They're all going down there to look at uh, what's, what's being uncovered deep under the ice that used to be what... Uh, was part of Atlantis.
1: Well, now, what I'm kind of confused because our government as a whole doesn't know anything about this, and yet the government is funding it. So, I mean, at what level? Do they, do they suddenly say, oh, yeah, I know about, you know, the base on the moon and the Mars colony and all of that? I mean, Kennedy, when he wanted to know about it, was killed, and, and we killed him. It wasn't poor Oswald. So, so you know, where is, I mean, if, if our current president I under I from what I've read theoretically he's been briefed to a certain degree as far as space warden and stuff like that goes but where is the level that the division is between the higher echelons and those people that think they're in the control where is that level
2: Well when they lost control with Eisenhower back in 1955 and then when and Kennedy you know warned about mm-hmm. an infiltration and dangers of secrecy and secret societies. And and then he, uh, 10 days after he put an inquiry into the new CIA director, after he fired Alan Dulles for his nefarious activities, Alan Dulles set up an assassination directive that was, you know, basically the cause of the assassination of of Kennedy working along with, uh, according to KGB intelligence, Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson was involved in that as well. Um, What's happened is they, back in the early 50s, they set up these what's called unacknowledged special access programs. And This group, you know, operating as Truman says, you know, the CIA doesn't have to account to anybody. They're off running, doing their own thing. Uh, you know, they've got drug operations going on. It's a huge amount of money through drug operations, weapon operations. Uh, they get all these unaccounted for funding sources and that and the trillions of dollars that you see missing are going into these uh secret space program and underground operations. That's where all this money is going. And that well, our, I... our government is totally out of the loop. And like when I said I traveled across the United States and the major cities, I set up an online fax because people don't have time to write a letter and emails get deleted. And so I made a fax so people could personalize it. And you know, we had 30,000 faxes go to the president, uh, embassies of the world, all the senators and congressmen about this whole situation. And it became very obvious when I had them send back, uh, if you go to the webmatrix.net, you can see the responses to all the Congressmen and senators that they're basically all out of the loop. They don't, you know, you can imagine if they don't, uh, it, you know, the the 2001 event, which I was one of uh, 20, you know, top secret military witnesses that uh, willing to testify under oath that we each uh, stated that was greenlighted because uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, along with Dr. Edgar Mitchell, the astronaut, met with. Uh, the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff of Intelligence, uh, Admiral Tom Wilson, at the Pentagon, and they showed him a um, NRO classified advisory document that had the listing of these different uh, unacknowledged special access programs. And he, he here's the man that's the. Uh, He's the head of the intelligence, right, of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And he was denied access when he tried to look into it. He says, yes, sir, we know, but you do not have a need to know. And he says, the hell, I don't. I'm the head of intelligence. And uh, he said to Dr. Greer, he says, if you can get your people together and go before the mainstream media, you have my permission. This group is illegal. And so that's what greenlighted. You know, I'm I'm just one of over 500 witnesses, 20 of us were, you know, willing to go before all the cameras of the mainstream media of the world and state that they were willing to testify under oath. And, you know, we're talking about, you know, nukes being shut down, uh, 57 different species already categorized, that NASA's airbrushing the UFOs out, and astronauts are told to keep quiet what actually happened when they went to the moon. Um, uh-huh. You know, my testimony is very minor, um, but uh but it, it's an important one too i was getting secret uh reports uh i was in naval communications of uh you know glowing discs coming out of the ocean uh going over seven thousand miles per hour this is 1969 so we have bases deep underneath our oceans that uh, have these advanced anti-gravity ion- craft whether they're uh, made in USA or whether they're extraterrestrial or maybe they're German. I don't know, but uh, Soviet intelligence and, and, and other uh, intelligence agencies are well aware that uh, thousands of sightings have been documented that are coming in and out of our oceans far from where people can see them. Um, uh, most likely uh, Diego Garcia, which is out in Indian Ocean, <laughs> this little island which the Navy has taken over and re- relocated all the, the native uh, natives there, and they have a secret operation there I here in order to continue these operations that they have on the moon. So it's so far removed that people don't see the launches going back and forth. Uh, you know, probably the same with Area 51 and um, other places that we uh, really, there is um, more and more evidence surfacing. You know, just recently, uh, you know, the U.S. Patent Office has shown that the Navy has this anti-gravity craft patent, and it's just coming out publicly. And you know, talking about the TR-3B and all these other anti-gravity stuff. This stuff is slowly leaking out, so they're getting the public ready to know that you know we've had for decades anti-gravity craft. Uh, that we have all these operations in, but it's such a sticky thing because of the all the human rights abuse that's been going on in uh-huh. these underground facilities that uh, it's encouraging to see the Trump administration going full bore on uh, you know setting up executive orders and, and and going in and taking out these operations that are you know not only the sex trafficking and uh you know kidnapping children and pedophile operations and uh, it's tied in with you know satanic sacrifice and everything else uh all this is all this is getting addressed, but it's kind of behind the scenes operations that are going on hopefully uh hopefully there are a lot be a lot of people that are going to be accountable to treason. <laughs> That have been, um, you know, involved in this. You know, ever since uh, you know 1954, when a former SS Nazi officer, Prince Bernhard, you know, started the Bilderberg meetings, which they have uh-huh. every single year. They basically get together with the mainstream media outlets and the people with the most financial influence and. They do these yearly meetings and set up the agenda you know and they they pick who the next president's going to be. They didn't pick trump, I can tell you that um, <laughs> but no, you know i, I mean that. trump is Trump is not without his own baggage and his own stuff you know that work, but you know the the media you know is constantly you know demonizing him every way possible uh but you know the media is pretty much to blame for a lot of divisions happening uh, I would I'd say they're, they're mostly to blame for the divisions happening between people because uh, you know, there, between religion, between race uh, between uh, you know, all these different uh, elements that the uh, political party affiliation that is attempting to you know, with This uh, very, very polished psychological engineering that forms people's perceptions uh, through the mainstream media news outlets, Uh, they psychologically pit us against each other. And so Uh long as we're fighting against each other, we don't realize who the true enemy of the people of Earth are, which is this infiltrated cabal. That has been manipulating our perceptions. So this goes back to, uh, you know, way back in 1917 when Rockefeller, J.P. Morgan, and Warburg, the one that was partly responsible for the Federal Reserve, you know, these infamous characters, uh, you know, bought up all the major newspapers and put in their own editors to control the perceptions. And, you know, it went into steroids when Alan Dulles uh, took over in 1950 with Operation Mockingbird. They had 400 generalists that they were, uh, you know, giving the information. It looked like it's coming from independent sources. So, you know, this today it's, you know, so finely polished. But, you know, there is this morphogenic collective field that we're all connected to and truth does uh-huh. have this ability to resonate, and truth does have this ability to keep leaking out through witnesses and whistleblowers. Uh, and so eventually I, I feel more and more of the public is starting to see this, and it's kind of encouraging seeing all the people uh, you know, calling it out. It was Obama uh, when he was president in 2013 signed the National Defense Authorization Act that actually makes it legal for the mainstream media to use disinformation on the American public, in other words, lie to the American people and be completely off the hook legally, Uh, even though the FCC regulations state that, you know, you cannot uh, distort the news. So, you know, with these the, what the cabal does is it goes in and sets up the legal framework for their agenda. Like, say, right after 9-11 was a little smorgasbord for them. They got to set up uh, the Patriot Act, the National Defense Authorization Act. And after one week after the 9-11 event was the Anthrax event, which uh, Bush set up Operation Project BioShield, which they – created uh, billions of these vaccines on, ironically, the island of REMS, which was Heinrich Himmler's uh, bioweapons lab, uh, oh, God. you know, to be, to be used on the public. Uh, and now, you know, today you hear about, you know, these forced vaccinations and about mandatory vaccinations and there's a long history of these pharmaceutical companies, you know, knowing that there was AIDS in the virus, knowing there's mercury, knowing there's other toxic elements and all the people, you know, with autism and everything, all this going on, yet, you know, there's all this push through the mainstream media and the center of disease control and the world health uh-huh. organization, you know, for, you know, make sure everybody gets vaccinated. We got to have, and you know, there's uh if you go to the webmatrix.net and the 2001 timeline, there's 1000 peer reviewed uh, scientific studies to show that vaccines are not safe nor effective. And this whole herd immunity thing is like BS. It it doesn't happen that way. So um
1: yeah, they they, you they know, come out with with one on measles, saying it, it's you know it's killing so many people. You should get the measles vaccine. And um, I, I have long been suspicious of vaccines. I I won't take one. I won't take a flu vaccine. I won't take them. I just won't. Um, I don't trust them. And and
2: yeah. it does feel no, build your as immune a, system naturally. Absolutely.
1: Yeah and and it does feel like they are trying to and since i am in a senior citizen now it really feels like they're trying to get rid of us and and it's it's scary i i wanted to ask you while while i have a, a chance here um the this um this um the um 3g that is that is coming into existence in spite you know of of I, I I don't know why, but I did read something that said that with the 3D technology in effect, it meant that that we would be able to detect UFOs when they came into our atmosphere better than we can now. Have you heard anything to that uh, to that point?
2: Well, well they well they've, they've had up there in the satellites. Uh, you know, one of the witnesses uh, pointed out that the majority of, of satellites are pointing out into space, not looking down on Earth, that uh-huh. uh, they they pick up the neutrino radiation. What happens is when these craft go through what's called the crossing point of light, in other words, uh, they don't travel at the speed of light, obviously, they uh, are interdimensional, and as they come into this dimension, uh, they put out the, a burst of neutrino light, and the satellites picked it up, and What's insane is, is that, uh, as, as many of the witnesses have testified, that they they, they target him, they try to shoot them down They get a prize for some more advanced technology. you know so um, that's the technology I know they have. Uh, they may have advanced it since then I'm not familiar.
1: Because you know it's just because've I've the reading that I've done on this 5G is terrifying and it's, it's, it oh, me too. Like- now, you
2: know, I'm a broadcast engineer, and I'm well aware of, uh, you know, the frequencies and stuff. And this millimeter wave, you know, it goes up to 60 gigahertz. That uh, you know that they supposedly can like create 3D holograms and create a battleground situation. They can see through walls and see people where they are and everything. And also can be used for mind control frequencies. The fact that you know the things that you know, I'm in support of our president, but some of the things he's doing with like going ahead with the FCC to to push this 5G and the fact that you know he put somebody into the Environmental Protection Agency, that was the ex Monsanto executive with approving these pesticides and rolling back environmental protections and stuff like that concern me, you know why uh, that, you know and I, I started thinking you know, well, let's see, maybe we don't have black and white hats, maybe we have black and gray hats, Um, and that, uh, you know, thank God we didn't have the black hats because they would want to go right into World War III and uh, reduce the population by 90% and and enslave the rest because this is the mentality of this group. They want to have a small, manageable slave force, enough people to do the, the work and everything for them, but not so many people that they, they stand risk of, uh, you know, the, you know thank God we've got the situation set up by Eisenhower back in 1955, the secret Marine Corps intelligence unit, because apparently uh, when Admiral Mike Rogers, you know, tipped off Trump, you know, they were, you know, using the uh, fake Russian dossier and the, abusing the FISA, you know, courts to, in order to spy on them, uh, he... Um, you know, he uh, he's connected with, you know, the NSA, and they have taken over the NSA, which means that they have the goods on all of these uh, dark elements that have been used, doing uh-huh. this human rights abuse. And so, um, you know, there's this whole operation. You know, there's like, what, 83,000 sealed indictments now. All these executive orders that have been put in for human rights abuse and corruption, and that uh, you know changes to the uniform code of military justice that allow these people to be tried under military uh jurisdiction uh you know in tribunals that all this may be happening uh you know, everybody's kind of like, I know, when, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? But, you know, these, these people have been around for a long time. they have so entrenched. They put their people, just like the, uh, the pyramid with the eye on the top, they put themselves in the top executive positions of, you know, the World Health Organization, the FBI, the Department of Justice, uh, you know, all the different main agencies, EPA, American Medical Association, all these different people. Uh, that everybody underneath them have to follow orders to. Uh, And so what they've been doing is kind of cleaning house and getting these uh, assets of the cabal removed. And uh, once they are removed, and then they don't have the obstruction to move forward on uh, serving justice to these people who have been, uh, you know, just, you know, it, when you think about all the lives that have been affected, when you think about all the false flag wars, when you think about all the medical cures that could have been released, when you think about all, it, it's just, it's unsurmountable the amount of uh, suffering and evil they've done to the world. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's just incredible, you know, because we can have a beautiful paradise here on this planet. It doesn't have to be this way. We could have had these technologies released. We didn't have to have Fukushima's or Gulf oil spills, the air full of pollution, you know, uh, you know, affecting the planet. You know, they've they've withheld these technologies using national security orders, of which I spent 10 years meeting with scientists and inventors, and some were murdered trying to release their technologies, and uh, most received these gag orders that. You cannot release because of the detriment to the national security of the United States. And so, you know, we're force fed to use gasoline and nuclear and coal and all these other obsolete, uh, dangerous technologies. Uh, while they, on the other hand, uh, have anti gravity craft, they can extend their life, they have medical technologies, they can, uh, you know, a completely well, another world. Like, kept in this bubble <laughs> you know
1: and and then why are they still here? I mean, if they have that technology, if they can get to the to the to the to the edges of the universe, why are they still here um, doing this to the population when they they really have no use for the population other than slavery and um, you know they they obviously have been selling humans for for slaves, for whatever purpose, you know, they, they, they wanted, but why are they still here? Why do they play this game when they obviously have the technology to go anywhere they want to go?
2: No, well, they, because they I've already have they're under, uh, cause earth is under their planetary management and, uh, you know, they uh, they view us as basically a resource. You know, there's 800,000 people missing every year. 200,000 of them are, are children. And, uh, you know, they have, uh, you know, all the big corporations, Lockheed, Boeing, Northrop, Raytheon, you know, all the ones that are involved in those corporations that, uh, you know, Eisenhower... Who had uh, Brigadier General Stephen Lovkin on his staff, who was aware that he had lost control to these corporations. These transnational corporations are basically the ones that are running the show. It's not—it's uh, not our military. Uh, in fact, that's what Emory Smith was saying: is that the corporations, the, the military, only acts as like a security force, you know. But it's the operations that are controlled by these corporations that have these deep underground military bases that are doing these different projects and things. So, um, you know, they, they, I think they want to reduce the population. While they're reducing the population, you know, by withholding these medical technologies and, you know, using the pharmaceutical corporations and everything, they, uh, they make a lot of profit off of people getting sick and dying And so they make profit off of that and also serves the uh, eugenics uh, plan to reduce the population. Um, You know, so I think if, uh, you know, they they almost nuked Hawaii at one point, but uh, Mm -hmm. the Air Force Secret Space Program was able to take that out. They wanted to start a false flag and blame North Korea on the whole thing. So these people are like raring for World War III, you know, yeah. and as uh, Brzezinski said, who was you know part uh, you know who formed the Trilateral Commission along with David Rockefeller, said you know it used to be that it was much easier to control the population, uh, but nowadays with millions of people uh, and because of the alternative media, because of shows like yours, Barbara, and so many others that are on the alternative media. That there is this uh, global awakening that's going on, that he, he stated, and that it's far easier to kill millions of people today than it is to try to control them. So that you know, the attitude is, uh, you know, it's easier to you know wipe us out than to try to control us because you know people are starting to connect the dots together. And you know, when I went to Washington to testify back in 2001. I was shocked. What the, that the, I, I I couldn't imagine. I thought this was going to be a part of a world-changing event. I couldn't imagine <laughs> that you know we're disclosing that we had faster-than-light craft back in the 1950s, and that uh, you know all this was was being disclosed to the public, and the place was packed, and 22 cameras in the back row of the the largest event in the history of the National Press Club. Yet they effectively. Figured out how to make it sound by doing what's called a limited hangout. In other words, they they bring out a little bit that's true, which is yes, we're talking about the reality of extraterrestrials, yes, but uh-huh. you know everything else was completely sanitized out to make it appear to the average person who's coming home from a hard day's work, turning on the evening news, and listening that oh well, you got 500 witnesses. You want to have a Congressional hearing by President Bush on the reality of UFOs, you know, and this was uh, four months before the 9-11 event, of course, you know, after that event, um, all of this went off the radar, of course, but, you know, we did tour across the United States before the 9-11 event, and of the 30,000 faxes I mentioned I sent out, it became very aware that, you know, the you know, if they're going to not tell presidents, if they're not going to tell uh, heads of the Joint Chiefs of Staff of Intelligence, they're not going to bother telling congressmen and senators about this. So they're, they've all been indoctrinated on how to – they give official denials from NASA and Project Blue Book, you know. <laughs> you know I mean, all this old stuff uh, – <clears throat> You know, that uh, oh, we'll keep your views in mind if, uh, you know, extraterrestrial hearings ever come to Congress kind of format uh, template letters that they send out. So, you know, Congress is pretty much worthless and we've got the best government money can buy off. <laughs> and yeah.
1: uh, Unfortunately. and so, you
2: know, you're not going to get change through going through government channels. You're not going to get change going through, you know, connecting through the mainstream media. Because the stuff doesn't go out unless it gets uh filtered and sanitized first before it goes out through all the broadcast channels, or they'll use it and spin it in such a way to try to make you look like an idiot you know uh even though there's you know we're talking admirals generals astronauts highly credible credible people with high level security clearances that have many had documents documenting you know like uh uh, John Callahan had all his information that the CIA confiscated, that he had backups of, he brought to the National Press Club. Uh, Commander Graham Bethune, who had all the official U.S. Navy documentation of the UFO that came up to his, uh, he was the gentleman that was sitting next to me that I had lunch with. He also was the gentleman that took Admiral Byrd down to Antarctica, um, which was kind of interesting, I found out years later. Um, uh-huh. Then you have, um, you know, Captain Robert Salas, who, um, you know, they shut down all eight of his uh, nuclear-tipped, i or, or ten of them, actually, uh, nuclear-tipped ICBM missiles. The guards were outside with their weapons drawn. There was this glowing red disc that uh, shut down, do 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 all in <laughs> rapid succession, all of his uh, nuclear missiles. Uh, it could have destroyed them all, but they, all they did was turn them off, kind of like giving them a message, you know, uh, you don't want to do this. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. and then within seconds, they flew 70 miles away and shut down all the nuclear ICBMs at the other base, at Echo Flight, uh, with the other, uh, you know, underground. And he's 60 feet underground in a control capsule that's monitoring and controlling all these things. And he brought all the... Uh, U.S. Air Force Office of Special Investigation documentation to prove it. So it was all this documentation uh, along with, you know, each one of us were breaking national security oaths and saying that uh, we're willing to testify under oaths, which is a penalty of perjury, uh, before a congressional hearing. So, you know, we have highly credible, uh, credible people coming forward. But because the gatekeepers of the public's perception, which is the mainstream media, the message didn't get get communicated. So, uh, you well, know, this is something that you know, we have to mainstream address. Mainstream
1: media is is not worth anything these days. It's a matter of you you kind of you want to find a place where you can look where you can actually get the truth, and there's very few places that that it isn't colored by somebody, and um, it it to me is, is, is fascinating. And, 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 this goes back, you know, this, this control, this, um this conspiracy goes back just, you know, generations and generations and generations. And you, you know, you, you begin to think this isn't something new. This is something that has been around for, I mean, even back to the time when, when the Romans burned, um, the uh, Library of Alexandria. They only burned part of it. They didn't burn the good stuff. The good stuff went to the Vatican. So That's right. all, of that, all of that history is still there, but unavailable to anyone that it would make a difference for.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. They they know what's going on over there with the Vatican. The Vatican has been all in these uh, top secret uh, documents of MJ12 operations have been mentioned. You know, such as Francis Cardinal Spellman. They were in the early in the 1940s when they were having all these sightings and stuff that the Catholic Church wanted to have containment. Uh, of this, so they didn't want they want the public, and so they were working with the government, you know, to uh, to contain this whole thing. You know, what, what you mentioned is in the movie uh, Above Majestic, which you know I recommend everyone to see. It was like the number one documentary on both iTunes and Amazon Prime for a few weeks. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's like four or five bucks or something like that to watch. But it's like two hours and 15 minutes or something like that long. And it goes through the whole history, going all the way back to uh, the bloodlines of the Deist clan and the elongated heads and, you know, how all the presidents and everything. And, I, you know, I did a lot of personal research into you know, um, you know, I've been involved with the secret society since 1976, the Rosicrucian Order, but I have never seen anything of uh, of, of negative influence, nothing but, you know, higher consciousness raising. Uh, but, you know, some of these secret societies, you know, like Skull and Bones, uh, Knights of Malta, they have, uh, you know, the... Scottish Rite Freemasons, of which my great-grandfather was a 32nd, and his son was a 33rd degree, which I am uh, unable to uh, get more information on it because he was living in Argentina. Um, but uh, the, the thing is, is that uh, these uh, secret societies were, have been working in conjunction with uh, these operations and there's, uh, there appears to be like a uh, – and, and with the global elite and the financial elite and the banking, you know, the Rothschilds and Rockefellers, J.P. Morgan's you know, the Schiff's and, uh, and all the rest of them all seem to be tied in together in bed with each other. Uh, and that's including, uh, in the, you know, the Vatican and, and uh, you know, all this. When you start digging into it, you start seeing all the connections going back to all the presidents, all the people that, uh, you know, Heinrich Himmler was a knight of Malta, uh, as was Eisenhower, you know, was a knight of Malta, interestingly enough. Um, and so you've well, got uh, all these people connected.
1: It's, it's not, yeah, I, I think they said it was all but one of the presidents was... Um, Linked with DNA, but, but it, you know it also goes back to the elongated skulls, and and how that family has integrated into all of the houses of Europe, and 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 kind of spread its DNA um, into 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 you know places of authority and places of power.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, going back to uh, French royalty, which I, I trace on uh-huh. my own DNA goes back to my, my grandmother was a daughter of this uh, French duke and duchess, and so. But I haven't been able to get records back in the 1800s of how all that was connected. So I, I've been fascinated by some of the DNA connections with all this, which. Supposedly, uh, the whole thing comes back to uh, these refugees that, I guess, uh, ended up in Antarctica. There's like these three uh, spacecraft that are like miles long. They're huge, massive. And that these pre-Adamites that had these elongated skulls, which, you know, we see all over, you know, in Peru and Egypt, like Akhenaten, you know, he was uh, with long gated skull and everything uh which you know was involved with creating the uh mystery schools of egypt which uh these secret mystery schools were the basis of you know freemasonry and the Rosicrucians both uh both stem from that and um you know it just uh it's an interesting connection, and the Luciferians at the highest level, uh, you know, it seems that, you know, there's a lot of good people in, you know, some of these secret societies and the Freemasons and things like that. But it appears uh-huh. that, uh, you know, way back in uh, during the French Revolution, you know, where uh, they had uh, Rothschild's uh, man, uh, Adam Weisap back on May 1st, 1776, you know, he was talking about uh, the the Freemasonry is like a perfect cover for them in order to, uh, you know, manipulate the the public's perceptions. And, Uh uh, you know, then they, you know, had Alexander Hamilton, which, you know, they're Promoting this Hamilton play, you know, just putting Hamilton up on the pedestal and putting down Thomas Jefferson and things like that. It was, turns out that Hamilton was the uh, Rothschild Bank, uh, you know, inside guy that started up the central bank in the United States, you know, so, you know, they don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> you know, so you have, uh, uh, you have yeah, the infiltration. You know-
1: Everywhere you look for an honest person or an honest, you know, honest person, someone who has the, the, the best wishes for humans as a whole, um, you can't find them. There, everybody appears to be connected to these secret societies whose purpose is to rape the human race. And and you know it does. You get you want you want a, a a white knight on a stallion to come running in and and you know start to do battle with these bad guys, but there doesn't seem to be one. Um, you know, getting the information out there is wonderful, but it appears that if you have too much of this good information, you're going to get killed.
2: Well, you know, you have good people, you know, like that one Frenchman that uh, was brought into the uh, Illuminati dark circles of, uh, you know, the satanic church that, uh, you know, they were having wild parties with naked women and things he was saying, and that was kind of fun for him for a little bit. But when he he said, but it went across the line when they wanted him to partake in in a child sacrifice. Uh, so that that's it, you know. I you <laughs> like some
1: some here. people yeah.
2: uh, are corruptible, you know, and some some people can be led into like a honey trap, or they can be brought into some kind of compromising position, and then they hold that against them, so that they can always blackmail them, you know, and keep them in control. And that's what uh, Stanley Kubrick, you know, relayed to uh, Nicole Kidman that uh, these people are bonded like kind of like by, by this pedophilia thing and uh, uh-huh. this, with the secret societies, you know, just before they uh, or before he died. Um, and uh, Nicole Kim was very brave coming out and saying that publicly. In fact, she lost two contracts after she did that. Uh, and she said something like, you know, you're you I could say a lot, but I said the people that control. He, she said the people that control your newspapers and your publications, they won't allow that to come out, you know. And she was well aware, um, you know. So it's uh, it, it's heavily infiltrated. The the elements. Uh, you know, my detective friend, Monique Lasson, who I do shows with every so often, I didn't join in the shows, but I listened on two of the shows. They had two MKUltra uh, survivors, that um, uh, a man and a woman, that were able to break this trance. They have a website called throughthetrance.com, that through their love, they were able to break this trance, but they were having them do uh, horrible, I mean, I mean, they have things that, you know, they're selling human meat that they, you know, the sacrifices, you know, all this stuff. I mean, it's just like people don't want to hear about this stuff because it's just like too disturbing, you know. So in oh,
1: yeah. a way,
2: because it's so disturbing, it, it kind of keeps off the radar because people don't really want to talk about it. Uh, but this kind of stuff is going on. And, uh, you know, um, more and more is leaking out. And, uh, and I, I, you know, I, I can't praise enough that, you know, the current administration is working to take down these people doing these human rights abuse that, you know, stem, stem way back to where they were doing, uh, you know, the MK Ultra mind control, which actually goes back to the 1920s, back to the Tavistock Institute, where they were taking people that were shell-shocked. You know, from World War World War One, and uh-huh. um, they were seeing how they could split the personality in order to control part of the mind that could be, you know, have like a certain keyword or a certain trigger that activates a certain program within them, and how to and and you know since that time, you know, they've been doing. So much, you know, way past uh, Joseph Mengele and way past, uh, you know, everything the Nazis were doing with the uh, some of the horrible things they were doing at these hospitals with electroshock therapy and pumping them full of LSD and everything like that. They were doing um, way back then, which was very primitive to what they can do today, which they can selectively go in and erase your memory. They can put in both screen memories into your mind uh, in the secret space programs. You know they they have. You know, like you know, Corey Good said during the movie that uh, they got this technology from the Nordic group, which is a more benevolent group than the reptilian group that the Nazis, you know, get into a, a
1: group, uh-huh. an agreement
2: with. That uh, they got this twenty and back technology that they're able to. Bring people into another timeline in order to counter uh, in order to kind of recruit them into a military service which is actually going in against this uh, draconian uh, uh, force that's through the universe to try to help liberate these planets. And what they were doing is you know since you can't go down to your local recruiter, you know and no. uh, of course you might might be able to here in the future with a space force, right? Uh, right. So they, they're taking people when they're, they get them prepped when they're six or seven years old, when they're about 16, 17, they uh, take them off to the Lunar Operations Command on the moon, they sign all these papers, and then they're off for 20 years in service, and at the end, they age regress them back to 17 years old uh, biologically, uh, they erase their memories, they, and they put back the screen memories of that time. And they uh, take them back through time. And so it appears that nothing ever happened, you know. But what happens is there is like almost like in the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, that, uh, you know, total recall is like it seems after 20 years goes by, because a lot of the stuff happened in the 1980s. And so, you know, by the year 2000, I call them the 21st century whistleblowers. And I've been, you know, researching and studying them ever since. Uh, you have uh, uh, Michael Ralph, you have Randy Kramer, you have Corey Good, you have Tom uh, William Tompkins, you've got uh, new other new people coming out, all claiming to be part of this 20 and back program. Uh, and you know, a lot of them don't have official documentation or evidence, except for William Tompkins, who has incredible amount of substantiation about who he was and who, what he did and with the Navy and working with uh, you know, NASA and um, you know working with the Navy with their secret space program and everything. Yeah, an incredible amount of documentation to substantiate who he is, along with another individual who um, hacked in after he was inspired by the National Press Club in 2001 that I partaked in, he was inspired by that. And so we hacked into the Naval Space Command computers and saw the uh, solar warden program that all these other witnesses are talking about that was part of the Navy and these fleet-to-fleet transfers that were going on with the Navy. And he also saw, you know, images of these giant cigar-shaped... Craft, which, you know, in the movie Above Majestic, they talk about how they got technologies not only from the Germans, but also the extraterrestrials, and they're retrofitting uh, U.S. Navy attack submarines, since they were already, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of set up, you know, the crews were ready to, you know, go underwater mm-hmm. and everything for, for months at a time, that they uh, retrofit them with anti-gravity engines, and they went out in the space with these things. These were the, uh, and then they eventually, you know, started making these huge, kilometers long, cigar shaped uh, crafts that are, you know, last I heard there was like eight of these uh, U.S. Navy Solar Warden, uh, you know, secret space program craft that are out there that patrol our our solar system, you know, so all this is going on just like in Star Trek, you know, in fact, what's yeah. fascinating is that uh, Star Trek, you know, by Gene Roddenberry, who got the script from uh, Leslie Nelson, who was the creator of Outer Limits. And uh, he was also in Office of Naval Intelligence. And his father, who was Admiral Leslie Stevens, was uh, Admiral Rickover's contemporary. Admiral Rickover was the man that uh, James Forrestal. They told him pick somebody who had not gone through Annapolis, not gone through the regular schooling, because all of our all of our schooling, our science, history, everything has been manipulated and is disinformation. And because uh, Admiral Rickelboda was basically a Mustang, in other words, he went into the Navy, he only went through, uh, uh, you know, two levels of high school, you know, the, the sophomore, I guess you call him, uh, uh-huh. and didn't go through college and all the regular training, that they picked him because his mind wasn't polluted with what you can and can't do. It's probably why I, I was uh, picked a Work with these. Uh, I work with six scientists, all had multiple PhDs in physics and sciences. But I have no. Uh, I have a lot of hands-on experience and stuff like that uh, when I was trying to get these energy uh, technologies out. But they brought Rick Oboda in charge of this program, which had these 29 Navy spies that were embedded into Nazi Germany, that were bringing over all this information. Some of it was even in uh, reptilian hieroglyphics. That oh, wow. uh, they were getting out to these corporations, you know, like McDonald Douglas and Boeing and different universities, attempting to catch up with with the Nazis who that entered into the alliance with the Draco reptilians in the Antarctic base that were like 20 years ahead of us. The Nazis had anti gravity happening in 1934, and we didn't get anti gravity happening until it was, uh, I think, August or September of 1954. Uh, And so they had like a 20-year lead. And this is why the Nazis were able to come in in 1952 and fly over the Capitol building um, and intimidate Truman, which led to Eisenhower basically... kind of doing a surrender treaty type of thing with them and to feed in with the industrial military complex. And right after that happened, happened uh, uh, Operation Deep Freeze, where they had it going down to Antarctica, all these operations under a cover, no doubt, to uh, get personnel and materials and things down to Antarctica, which was the... uh, Basically, the Nazi spaceport that was working down there, and so what happened is the corporations that were the friendlies with the Nazis you could say the the Nazi sympathizers that Eisenhower lost control to were all working together down there in Antarctica, and uh, all part of this um, all part of this group alliance that their mindset and um, their agendas and goals were very similar. And so uh, they worked together. You know, the Nazis, uh-huh. the, the Vatican wants to keep containment on it. Uh, the banking elite wants to make money. The uh, corporations want to have all this advanced super technology. And uh, the military wants to have super advanced technology. And But what was interesting was... Um, the uh, U.S. Navy separated, uh, you know, back in, um, n- you know, this started back in 1942 during the Battle of L.A., where two ET drone craft were shot shot down, and the uh-huh. Air Force took one to Wright Patterson, it was Army Air Force at the time, and and the other one was taken to China Lake Naval Weapons in California, and they were reverse engineering. And what happened was, um, uh, let's see, a general Hapgood. Hapgood is that right? Anyway, anyway, the, the head Air Force uh, general brought in a huge amount of money into Project Rand, which uh, William Tompkins was involved in the secret think tank that was sorting all this stuff out, you know, with the extraterrestrial issue. And so all this money went to the Air Force. And so the Air Force basically kind of pushed the Navy out, and the Navy ended up doing their own program in secrecy. And so the Air Force had this uh, connection with this Nazi group, with the reptilians and everything. And so they had that agenda. But what would happen is because the Navy got pushed out and was doing its own operations, which expanded out into the Washash Mountains in Utah and these deep underground military facilities that we're building these uh, spacecraft. Is that the Nordic extraterrestrial benevolent race was helping to feed information through people like William Tompkins and uh, and others that uh, started to build this super advanced fleet? That actually, the Nordics are far more advanced than the Draco as far as their technology goes, and so the Navy actually got a, a you know a step up. From what the Air Force was doing, and uh-huh. the Navy has uh, more advanced technology, and so uh, it kind of leveled the playing field, so to speak. And so, this whole connection with the Air Force, the CIA, um, you know, the the whole cabal operations, wanting to do a limited hangout to keep. You know, keep it quiet about all the human rights abuse going on in the underground facilities in Antarctica and elsewhere. And while the Navy, on the other hand, uh, you've got, you know, people like Admiral Tom Wilson saying, you know, uh, this group is illegal, get to the main, tell it, get it out there. Uh, William Tompkins talked to Admiral Hugh Webster, who said, You know, you had him review the book because a lot of it was classified information. He said, how much can I reveal to the public? He wanted to, was the head of the the Navy League. uh, And and he said, Bill, tell it all. It's most important to the future of our country. Don't leave anything out. Uh, And so and you also have Randy Kramer with his uh, general in the Marine Corps, which the Marine Corps and the Navy, you know, work together on both under the department of the Navy. He says, uh, I want you to tell everything. And Randy Kramer says everything. And he says everything. So there's this element in the Navy section that wants the public to know the full disclosure, the full picture, you know, unredacted (laughs) and, there's this other element that appears to be coming through the mainstream media like New York Times about the UFO with the USS Nimitz, the um, advanced aerial threat uh, thing that's happening out of the Pentagon with Luis El Luis El is that right? Anyway, uh, he's tied in with the CIA, with the with the To the Stars Academy that Tom DeLonge is coming out with. And there's kind of like this coordinate, and Tom DeLonge is getting all this information from the Air Force, uh, (laughs) you know, instead of the Navy. In fact, it was kind of curious that uh, there was a meeting with Tom DeLonge sitting down with William Tompkins, uh, Dr. Robert Wood, who actually worked at the same facility that Tompkins worked at, and Dr. Robert Salah. And as soon as uh doctors, uh I mean William Tompkins started to describe the Navy secret space program, Tom DeLong got up and walked out. He didn't want to hear about it. So there it was almost <laughs> like there's this uh and in fact I was just looking at an email that uh you know, in the the WikiLeaks uh, that came out that exposed a lot of, you know, Hillary working with the media and everything like that. That uh-huh. um Tom DeLong sent an email to John Podesta about, you know, his whole plan, how he's influencing the youth. Um, and he forwards it to uh, a woman who's the head director of the communications for the Hillary Clinton campaign. And he puts in the text, our secret plan, quote, unquote. So who knows what that secret plan is, but I have a feeling it's going to be a, um, a limited hangout where it's not going to – it's gonna it's gonna be promoted by all the mainstream media channels, just like in um, I think it was November of 2017 when the uh, Tic Tac you know on the U.S. Navy jet fighter was everybody even you know everybody's grandmother even saw it you know they, every single major media control channel that they have was saturated with it. They want to make sure that that got into everybody's uh, you know, conscious mind. So that, uh, this is leading in to, I mean, you know, $2.3 trillion is, is chicken feed compared to the trillions of dollars that are going into these programs. And so they're, they're kind of coming out with this kind of limited hangout that they want the public to come out with, but they're, they're not in approval of, uh, laying it all out but if it's the only way that we can stop the corruption that's going on is to have full complete disclosure
1: yeah i wonder if tom delong is related Uh, say again well tom delong you aware of my last name
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting coincidence there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, may check that one out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I keep thinking, the public, you know, it, it, it feels. I, I, I've, I've often said that I feel like humanity, we're, we're, we're pieces, we're, play, we're play pieces, in, in a game that we have no idea what it is. And we're being used, and and it does feel as though between the the Nordics and the reptilians that there is there is a war going on, and that that we are being played against one another as their as their play pieces in this game, and you know it's almost like you know they're not going to have a war where they shoot at each other, but they're going to each pick a side and they're going to do the best they can to get one side to to you know. Um, have victory over the other side and then enslave them. I mean, is is that kind of what's happening? I mean, are we being used like that?
2: Well, the one group wants to have enslavement and wants to have uh-huh. humanity as a resource. The other group wants to have spiritual development of mankind and brought up to our highest potential. That we could have, and so you have these two opposing forces. One is uh, control; the other one is uh, empowerment and liberation. Um, you know, the enslavement's not a pretty picture. Um, no. You know, and we're as we as we rise and in consciousness we understand that you know everything is interconnected everyone is interconnected and what we do to our brothers and sisters we essentially do to ourselves in a way um and so you know the thing is is that um i think you know looking at some of the some of the leaked emails like uh Edgar Mitchell was sending something to Podesta, too, talking about, you know, the importance of releasing the zero-point energy technologies. And he was also talking about the Vatican's awareness of the extraterrestrial intelligence. And, you know, all these things were kind of leaked out to the public. And, you know, the uh, all the mainstream media says, is, uh, oh, you yeah, know, nothing about, you know, Seth Rich being shot in the back, you know, about giving yeah. it to... Uh, to uh, Julian Assange, who's in the, big, in the news today. Um, in nothing of the mainstream media ever went in. All they said is, you know, Russian hackers, uh, they gave it to WikiLeaks, and it's all Russia trying to influence things. It's, uh, you know, fake news and everything like that. But, you know, if people go in and they actually look at what the content of those emails were saying... It's so incriminating to um uh-huh. uh, you know the, the you know the Bilderberg's choice for a presidential candidate that uh you know everything's going to be coming out here in the news really soon I think uh we've have you know, gone through what, a couple of years of russia russia russia, and now uh, you know, they keep trying to find something they've got to get this guy out of uh out of power because he's, uh, you know, he's not on board. You know, it's like Newt Gingrich said. You know, it's like uh, they're afraid of him because he hasn't been initiated. He hasn't taken the secret oath for the for the uh, secret societies.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But you know, because this has been going on for for God uh, centuries. Why don't they just wait him out? You know he's going to be out of office in another six years um why don't they just wait him out?
2: Oh well you know well the trouble is is that we have a we have a whole population that has been um for lack of a word better word uh brainwashed by the perception management of the mainstream media that has you know Painted perceptions and and pitted us against each other, so to speak. Uh, there was this one uh, gay liberal guy who was totally pro-Hillary and everything, and he uh, uh, I, was, I was quite amazed reading his story that. Uh, a, A family member says, you know, he says, well, don't rip another hole in me, you know, but uh, but look at this piece of evidence. And he said, oh, I'm going to look at it, you know, and he took up the challenge and he looked at it and saw, wow, the news really did take uh, Trump out of context. They did particularly manipulate the thing. And, you know, it's one little glitch in the matrix like that that opens the doorway Because most people, you know, that are watching CNN, read the New York Times, uh, Washington Post and all that, they have their perceptions very carefully engineered to have a certain perception in the world. And Uh if they were to, like, do a complete, uh, you know, coup and, you know, shut these people down, there would be like a huge upheaval and civil war and it would be this horrible situation. And so what they're doing is, instead of doing that, they, you know, enlisted Trump. And, uh, you know, know, I still have questions about some of the stuff that he's doing. But uh, they enlisted him in order to use the rule of law in order to, that's the one thing, is that there is laws on the books that these people Uh are constantly violating. And they can be tried. And because they have controlled... Uh, gotten in control of the NSA, which, you know, as you know, monitors you know this conversation and everything else across the planet. Yeah. Um, you know, they know where everybody is. They know who they talk to. They know where their location is. They gain control of all the satellites. They gain control of the NSA. So essentially, we've already won. And it's just a matter of time right now where... Um, the dark cabal through the rule of law is going to be um, brought to public. It's it's going to allow the public to see the evidence. They have to kind of spoon feed it out gently because it's going to be a psychological shock when people find out what the real truth that has been going on all this, all these years behind the scenes, people in, in not only uh, presidents, but, you know, people in Hollywood, you know, the, the whole thing is going to be coming out in in a slow, spoon-fed way so that it doesn't uh, create a, a huge upheaval, psychological backlash. And so that's what we're experiencing right now. We're right in the process of this information is coming out here and there, and those who are perceptive uh, are picking up on it and saying, "Oh, really? Why?" You know, and they started to ask <laughs> questions. You know, I didn't. I had no idea until some company, you know, like I told you, wanted me to write an article on control of the media, which I wanted to find out what the hell happened back in 2001. Yeah. Uh, how, how did this come into a non-event? And uh, when you start to research back through history chronologically, and that's how I kind of how my process of learning went, I went back to the year 1900 to present day and started putting in all these different witness testimonies and all these different authenticated, you know, uh, classified documents that uh, Uh all paint a picture that if you, you know, I, I can't say I know anything for Well, I do know some things for sure, but a lot of things you don't know absolutely for sure because the rabbit hole goes down very deep and there's very highly compartmentalized. But when you Uh start to put together so many indications from different sources and through different timelines, uh, and they all are indicators that point to a certain probability, that's what I can say is that there's a high probability of everything what I'm saying uh, according to the research that I've done personally, everyone has to do their own research. Uh, uh-huh. That there is a high probability that this reality is true, as science fiction and bizarre as it sounds.
1: Yeah, it is. It is to a, to a great degree. You know, the more I looked at it all, the more I researched, and and I kept I kept coming up with, well, if that's the case, then what else is not? Been given to us, uh, you know, in all of its truthfulness. You do begin to question just about everything, and I, I guess that's a that's a healthy thing and a healthy place to be because instead of expect, you know accepting everything. You know, you tell me this, therefore it's true, and I, and, you know, I'll, it'll be my truth too. Instead of doing that, you, you question the source, and then you have to go back to another source, and then you have to go back to another source until you find, you know, a, a source that is undeniable. And um, it, it, right, probably right. For the there's, last... a, there's
2: a lot of uh, disinformation out there, and there's a yeah. lot of sites that are controlled by the CIA that purposely put out disinformation, just to muddy the water so that people don't know what to believe anymore um but that's why i like to using the foundation of these authenticated uh classified documents and the hundreds of witnesses that you know have, have come out that uh i know they're not bullshitting i know they have the documentation i know them personally you know so um based on that Alone for for the foundational rock solid basis, uh, you can start to build on that, and then start to seeing things. You know, but you know, there's always a possibility that some disinformation can slip in. But you know, when you look at it all, there's like, and 95% of it is all pointing to a particular reality. You're wise to question everything because, as uh, you know, Knight of Malta. CIA Director William Casey says he says he knows our disinformation campaign will be complete when everything the public knows is false, so you have to really ah. question everything
1: Yeah, you do and and it it's sort of you you talk to some people that you know have such closed minds that they're not even open to a suggestion or a possibility, then then you kind of have to back off and say okay you know i'll i'll catch you next time um because there's no there's no changing some people 's minds and yet other people and I am finding this show especially you know has given me the opportunity to really talk to so many people that have had so many experiences that are so um contrary to what belief systems were a generation ago um you know, I, I, I well, think just, often, of, you know, of my mother who she passed at 85, but but if she had heard our conversation, she would have been, I mean, she just, I, I think she would have gone into shock. <laughs>
2: yeah, probably most most parents would go into shock with some of the stuff, you know. Uh, unless they 've been uh you know read in into military operations or something like that but
1: it 's true <laughs> <Highly> unlikely <laughs> um,
2: it 's true though though that it does keep its own best secrecy because because of the great expanse they, they purposely created this uh you know this is going on for so many decades that you have this other reality going on that 's so far removed so science fiction like that the person in our normal reality that we call normal uh, uh-huh. is uh, that it really keeps its own best secrecy because it's just too just too much, and especially you know when the secret space program people came out talking about you know technologies that can you know take you off on another timeline, reverse age you, and take you back through time and you know, the military recruitment on uh, on a base on the moon. And, you know, all this stuff is like, it just sounds, you know, and a lot of people in the UFO community are, even though, you know, some of the, you know, the big names in the UFO community, even though they studied all these uh, things that happened in the, in the 40s and 50s and 60s, uh, you know, that a lot of it, you know, was based on witness testimony, you know. And they uh-huh. give that credibility, but anybody says, oh, well, you know, they, they have, uh, you know, time reversal technology, they have all this stuff, and they say, oh, no, that can't be, you know, that that must be some kind of, uh, uh, you know, psychological operation, just to muddy our waters, you know, just with uh-huh. this, this information. But, you know, people have a hard time wrapping their mind around that such technologies uh can and do exist, according to, you know, multiple uh, multiple whistleblowers and witnesses.
1: Well, but you look at how the education system is is so against all of this. It's you know, I've got I've got grandchildren, and they're not learning about any of this. Not any of this. And and it just it boggles my mind that. <laughs> you know, okay, I'm a lot older than they are and I've I've had the opportunity to, you know, take a look at a lot of stuff that maybe they haven't thought about, but the the education system has kept the intellectual high bar for for our children so low that it's ridiculous. They aren't taught to think anymore. They're taught to memorize. They're taught to, you know, go on to um the internet and read what Wikipedia has to say, and that's the truth. And uh, you know, it just it it horrifies me that that our textbooks are so out of date. They aren't they aren't giving us any of our history accurately anymore. So I mean, did, what, did what mean I learned. Did you mean yeah.
2: Rockefeller? Did you mean Rockefeller instead of <laughs> Edgar, Edgar Casey? Yeah, 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 yeah. Edgar Casey. Uh, that doesn't sound right. You <laughs> mean Rockefeller? No. Yeah,
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I said that, yeah. No, I, yes, I did. I mean, what, what they're doing with what the history that they are cramming down our children's throats is the same thing that got crammed down our throats and our parents' throats. And, and history, there, there is so much enlightenment that has been put on history and archaeological stuff and all of that, and it's not any of it in the history books.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, that is so so criminal, that is so criminal that they would actually rewrite the actual history of what happened. You know, a lot of the elements are true, of course, you know, that happened. Uh But all of the um, they did what's called a limited hangout where a lot of the history is true. But the crucial crucial elements, such as, you know, the Nazis all escaping and infiltrating into the CIA, you know, with General Reinhard Gallen, Antarctic base being made, uh, Operation High Jump going down there, you know, all these things were purposely removed from the history books, uh, so that Mm -hmm. the children in the future and historians would not put it together, the infiltration that uh, the Nazis called this plan, welkin which meant, translated from German, means worldview warfare. You know, the control, the perception of the education, the media, the entertainment industry, so that everything that the uh, population would be exposed to would be this uh, false reality. That uh, it's almost like in the movie The Matrix, you know, where you know we have this false reality that people get cognitive dissonance because uh, there's glitches in the matrix that don't make any sense. And when they start Uh to follow out the glitch in the matrix, it takes them down the rabbit hole, and they go, oh my God, and they start to see what happened. Once you crush that threshold, like uh, like that liberal gay fellow who I told you shifted from being a big Hillary supporter to being a Trump supporter after... Uh, he was actually one of their biggest supporters afterward because he saw, my God, you know, this is an illegal rogue operation that's manipulating and lying to the American people, manipulating uh-huh. our news service. Um, you know, so he, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. It's it's outrageous that we went through school and had to learn uh now, I I you know, I failed history and I, I ended up with a C average. I got A's and F's uh when I went through, you know, high <laughs> school. But uh yeah, it was like boring as can be. But you know, when you find out what the real history is, it's so fascinating. It's extremely oh God, disturbing yeah. too at the same time. And it's so much, it's so fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah, and they've
1: taken they've taken so much out. I mean Even down to our copper mines being in operation for the last nine thousand years, the fact that you know there was a there were amazing cultures here on this continent before Columbus or the Pilgrims, and they're not taught anything about it. They're not taught anything about the spirituality. They're not taught anything about you know just the intrigue that went on um, when when. when we were we were expanding the country, I mean, and, and you know, forget the UFO stuff and 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 the extraterrestrials, but but you know that should be in there too. I mean, it, it's it's documented, it's authenticated. Why not talk about it? I mean, project.
2: Oh, yeah child of seven years, and his mine forever, you know, it's like, we're indoctrinated into this. I remember watching the news with my father, you know, who was a career Marine, was in World War, you know, two fighting Nazis in the Korean War. You know, I ended up in the Vietnam War. My brother was in the Air Force in Germany. And we were watching Walter Cronkite, you know, and talking about, you know, the, you know, Kennedy got shot. And uh, uh-huh. we had no idea Walter Cronkite was a, you know, Freemason, and that the uh, news was completely, uh, you know, orchestrated, and that, you know, after the Warren Commission, which was led by all people, <laughs> Alan Dulles, and yeah. they were all 33rd degree Freemasons after Kennedy warned about the dangers of secret societies of all things, and yeah. then afterward, you know, the CIA, because everybody was questioning this lone gunman thing, it didn't make any sense, which, you know, in the JFK files it reveals, you know, bullets came in through the windshield, through the other direction, and all over the place, that, uh, you know, that uh, what uh, what happened was, um, oh, God, I lost, lost my train of thought, thinking about that horrific Situation that uh, oh the CIA basically put out a dispatch to all its CIA operatives that uh, to discredit anybody that was questioning the Warren Commission lone gunman theory uh, that to call them a conspiracy theorist quote unquote and that's where that term started was the psychological operation of conspiracy theorists associated with anybody with you know half-baked theories uh they come up with these ideas they usually have some financial interest they want to sell a book or something that's one reason why Uh i don't do anything with money with any of this uh and i made one penny in fact i paid my own way to go to washington to testify um and then what happened in that document was they said that uh oh lee harvey oswald you know uh they they falsely claimed that he was part of the CIA, but later John McCone had a, you know, classified memo that made it very clear that he was trained through the Office of Naval Intelligence as a CIA operative. So the CIA is even lying to their own operatives. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a type of, uh, you know, and even Alan Dulles said to its other members that, you know, it's, yeah, you, know, you have to lie to protect company secrets. He called it the company, you know. Uh, yeah. And so we have this infiltration that both, uh, you know, Eisenhower and Kennedy warned us about. Uh, but ever since they did that very public, uh, <sighs> public demonstration of taking over control uh, with Lyndon B. Johnson, who reversed the... Uh, The effect of uh, getting out of the Federal Reserve by Kennedy, you know, he was doing the silver certificates to try to get out of this Federal Reserve system, which was a total uh, scam on the United States, you know, pulled back in 1913. And also was going to get us out of the Vietnam War, so I wouldn't have to go there in combat action, you know, back in 1969, 70. you know all the you know 58,000 young guys needlessly died you know uh and for what you know it's like it's a uh and the, and, just and as I many feel
1: since then. I mean ha- aren't the numbers about the same those that have died since the war because of the war
2: oh and the millions of Vietnamese, and, and that's not to mention after 9/11 and my heart goes out to all the all the Soldiers that have a tremendous amount of suicide rates and uh, PTSD from, you know, not to mention the (laughs) the millions of people who are affected in these countries, uh, and all based on a lie. You know, all these false flags are based on lies, and our military should not be utilized in that way. And I think that's, I think, thank God there's, you know, good people in our military, there's the White House that's realizing that, hey— Uh, we're not going to be played for puppets anymore and that uh, we're going to use the rule of law to take down these uh, corrupt, sick, evil people that have been manipulating events that, uh, you know, people only knew.
1: Yeah. I mean, the extent of the swamp is a heck of a lot bigger than anybody ever imagined. And I I think what gets me is that... that you know, you you think that that you know you've you've swept them out, but you haven't because there's there's always another level to go, and and it, it's it's terrifying the the extent, the depth that the infiltration has been. And you know, a long time ago, I, I I said you know maybe we should just fire them all and start again, but you know I think they they had that those the cabal has has, um, has as re- they, they, they already have in place what happens if we get smart enough to do that. I think that, that it's, it's been generations of building and that they have safety measure after safety measure after safety measure. I, I would hope that the generations yet to come are smarter than we have been because, frankly, my generation Um, It's taken all this time to figure out just some of this, and they don't even understand how deep and how far back it goes for the most part. I think a lot of people listening to this radio program are going to sit back and say, you know, what, what a bunch of junk, and to those I say, investigate it. Hmm. Read his website. Well,
2: I challenge challenge anybody doing that to do your own research, you know. My notes I'm sharing on www.thewebmatrix.net, just sharing my notes with everyone. You know, do your own research. Verify. I put reference links to, you know, all the different
1: different events
2: that happen. But, you know, besides eugenics, uh, oh, I was just going to say besides eugenics, uh, the – You know, polluting, poisoning our water. You know, for the food, the air, and everything like that. To dumb us down so that people, you know, just kind of like, uh, you know, a bunch of zombies. You know, take whatever comes on our media. Uh, People, I encourage everyone to, because it's through awareness. It's through this global uh, that Brzezinski was afraid of this global awakening through this awareness. Uh that these operations have been going on and it's not a science fiction, it's it's fact. Um, well, there's
1: yeah, hundreds of facus. Yeah, but but Hitler got his idea about eugenics from us because we were using it before he did. So Oh yeah,
2: he uh, he, he he was he loved how we handled the Cherokees and that how we gave them smallpox blankets and it helped kill them off and the trail of tears and you know all of that. Uh yeah, he he admired how we handled the Indians. Um you know, but that that's not that's not that's not a world uh you wouldn't want to have people (laughs) you want to be living in a world full of Nazis like that. You know, I mean, there's a whole another potential spiritual reality that uh, can be realized. that works in harmony with nature. Killing is not, um, you know, people that you deem to be inferior to you. You know, it's, it's like two different mindsets. But, you know, I, thankfully, we, I think all indications are, all I can say is I think we've got some help to help uh, clear out this, uh, this infectious disease that has uh, entered our civilization.
1: Well, you know, I, I have hope. I really do. I mean, if, if you know, people like you and, and people like this radio show are out there, it, it does, you know, if, if it just makes people think, then, then that's the beginning because the kids today are not taught to think, and I, I, I really believe that the more you do your own research, the more that you think, the more that you pay attention to what's going on and connect the dots, uh, the, the more, the more you're going to be aware of what is actually going on, and I, I think that's one of the things that that I'm so delighted, you know, that this. That I get to put this podcast out there because it does. If, if somebody just thinks about it, if somebody just looks for the dots and sees that there are the connections, then then you started a wave, and you know every wave started as a ripple. And
2: that's yeah, such you a need good to- way of putting it. I love the way you put that, Barbara, because we are all connected, and each one of us that becomes aware, we. Put out this like a ripple, a wave across the collective mind. That, uh-huh. as we know, uh, other mind it wakes other minds up. So everybody who awakens uh, contributes to awakening, and, and it's not based on some kind of fantasy belief that or cult belief of something going on. Uh, it's based on it's based on facts, and anybody who does research can establish it to their own. Satisfaction that uh what we're talking about has has basis
1: oh yeah and and it's it's sort of like you know you sometimes get to the point where it's you know how much difference can my my single voice make but but it it does make a difference because if you know there was a commercial a long time ago about and they told two friends and so on and so on and so on, I think that's what happens you know one voice tells. Tells two people, and they tell two people, and before you know it, there is there is a a tsunami of energy that is moving in a direction that that can't be swayed, it can't be turned. It's 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 a wonderful thing to watch. And if if you've ever watched how even a tsunami starts, it's just it's just a little swell and then it just grows and it grows and it grows and it grows and it's it it may take a longer time than a lot of us would like but it but will, it will eventually crest and it will eventually sweep away what whatever it is it's supposed to sweep away i'm i mean that's why i
2: love that we're doing radio shows you know because we're seeding um a lot of minds that are listening and each one of those minds that you know if they made it this far and they haven't uh changed the channel. Uh <laughs> they're most likely going to uh you know uh yeah. you know check out the webmatrix.net and I know we're almost here to the end of the show. Uh but uh, my god, 2 hours went by fast.
1: Yes, they always do. <laughs> That's why it's so much fun having you on and because last time when we talked You talked about a lot of indictments going to happen and all, and and they have. You know, you you sort of said, you know, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and they have. And so, you know, in another three, four months, I'm going to get you back on again, and we're going to check out, you know, just what has unfolded because it does feel like we're in a – you know, a lot of times things happen beneath the surface and you don't see any results. But we're at a point in time where, we, where we beginning, we're beginning to see the results of, of stuff that has gone on for, for decades and decades. But we're beginning to see the, the manifestation of, of your work and, and the beginnings of, of major changes that, that will deal with society as a whole. And I think that's very exciting scary
2: but exciting there's some good people out there that are um, uh, doing you know uh, my friend Jordan Sather is out there on on YouTube uh, on Discoign Illusion you've got the Edge of Wonder guys uh, you know Ben and Rob are kind of putting out in kind of a comical way hitting some very touchy deep uh, heavy subjects you know which is good because that's the way they can it's got to be a little bit light cuz some of the heavy stuff can turn people off. Uh oh, Dr. Yeah. Michael Sell, exopolitics.org, he's my go-to on he does incredible research on uh, a lot of the stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of people doing good work and you uh doing your shows and uh you know, uh yeah, I look forward to our next show and it should be uh quite revealing what happens by the time we have our next show. Who knows you know, what, what kind of a world it's gonna be by then, you know, things are happening so we're speeding up rapidly rapidly here.
1: They they really are. I I wanna thank you so much. I, I so appreciate your taking the time. Um we are down to the very, very last dregs here and and um Everybody check his website out. Check out Above the Matrix to uh Above Above
2: Above Majestic. <laughs> above
1: Majestic. Yes. I you gave me Matrix and I I perseverated on it. Above Majestic is an amazing documentary. It's on YouTube. Check it out. It is uh
2: I Not on YouTube. Watched... It's on Amazon Prime and iTunes.
1: Okay. Oh, it's not on you. Okay. <laughs> Well, find it wherever the heck it is and watch it because it is fabulous. Amazon. It's on Amazon. And um, so I look forward to seeing you again, talking to you again. And uh, until then, good night, everybody. And thanks so much for joining us and listening to us and hopefully being um, cha- being challenged by us. So good night, everybody. All good night, Dan.
2: Always a pleasure, Barbara. Good
1: night. Okay, good night.